Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. This is developing at pace. Uh, Gardaí are investigating it at this stage, and which means there isn't a whole pile people can say, but Gardaí are probing a shock claim. And look, we've dealt with a series of incidents in the GAA over the last number of weeks and months. But this one, I think, is particularly shocking. This is a claim, and it was seen by the child's mother, that an adult walked onto a pitch during a game of hurling in County Tipperary last Saturday. And the allegation is he walked onto the pitch, confronted a nine-year-old, and grabbed him by the throat. This was seen by the boy's mother. She was obviously horrified, and she called... Gardaí, and now the guards in uh, in the town in County Tip have begun an investigation. Uh, there are no arrests. Someone has been identified, and it's un- also understood a man presented himself to Thorless Garda Station on Sunday. Sean Kelly, uh, MEP, of course, for Ireland South, but former president of the GAA. Sean, like, there is a series of these now up and down the country, but this one, a nine-year-old boy confronted and allegedly grabbed by the throat. When's it going to stop? Morning. Good morning, PJ. Yes, it's uh, very disturbing and it's bad for the image of the GA. And uh, I think uh, the GA has to look at its overall rules in terms of respect for players and officials, especially referees, and also look at uh, the number of people who can get on the sideline, etc., uh, so that uh, these incidents are avoided. Because, as you rightly point out, a number of incidents have been highlighted in recent times which have been very unsatisfactory and unsavoury and damaging and uh, it takes away from all the great work that's been done at the thousands and thousands of games that take place where there's no such incident Mm. these will be highlighted and nothing wrong with that because in highlighting them it helps to deal with them and hopefully eradicate that practice into the future. Yeah, we've had a number of lengthy suspensions following on from previous incidents, also a number of weeks ago, and this was just a report uh, of, of an incident on the, on the north side of the city here at a match, a child again involved. It seems to be, it's, the, the, it's disturbing, Sean, in particular, the number of these incidents taking place at underage games. Kids, teenagers, and and their so-called, and I use the word so-called, adult mentors. Like, what work is the GAA doing, or if you were back in the position of being president, what would you do to eke out why that's happening? Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is the antithesis of sport, really. And at underage level, it's all about enjoyment. And in fairness to the GAA, they have been emphasizing that aspect of it uh, for a good number of years now. Uh, they have tried to eliminate competitions as such, championships at uh, under 12 level and so forth, and uh, uh, downgrade the importance mm. of underage. Well, Sean, with respect, there's nothing, wrong, there's nothing wrong with a bit of healthy competition if the 12-year-olds 
are playing hurling or 14-year-olds are playing football, it doesn't matter how competitive they are on the pitch, once the so-called adults stay in, in their lane, as it were, and behave themselves. You're absolutely correct. And that's why they have to increase the penalties for those who transgress. They also have to be clearer guidelines at all levels, be that challenge matches or league matches or championship matches, underage matches in particular, of those who actually can get on to the sideline. There should be a very minimum number of people who are directly involved in the game on the sideline. Others if they transgress by coming onto the pitch, it should be a penalty in itself. So if somebody walks down from the stand, once they transgress and go on the sideline, that should be a serious offence. And I think uh, it should be a bit like uh, in going through an airport. Once you make the exit, you cannot go back again. Or you'd be very seriously penalised. So the same here. We need to look at the rules and regulations and also have an educational part of it Mm. that uh, particularly people coming into the game who might not have any experience bringing their young kids and so forth are told, no, your job is to stay up in the stand and let mentors get on Mm. with the game. And I think things like that might help. So you need a penalty but you also need some educational yeah. programs for people who might be getting involved for the first time. Is any of this nonsense, Sean, brushed away or played down by the old Asher in the spirit and the heat of the moment? Does that wash anything? I think that was more so in the past, but the fact that these incidents can now be highlighted much quicker and easier through social media and in the media generally, like you're doing, that's actually helpful. People mightn't think so, but I think that's actually helpful because it will help to create the understanding amongst people that this is not acceptable and we must deal with it immediately. And I'd expect the GA would come forward at next year's Congress as a result of these incidents with proposals to put into rule penalties for different types of transgressions of Mm -hmm. that nature but also guidelines in relation to the uh, manning of pitches and deciding who can go on the pitch and who can't Mm. at all levels, as I say, because sometimes at some games, everybody goes on the sideline and then at uh, serious matches, you won't call them that, championship matches, a minimum number. Mm. I think it should be a minimum number at all games so people will get used to it. I'm not directly involved in this team. My place is on. Yeah. The stand. I think if I was a referee, Sean, and this thing happened in front of me, I would just abandon the match there and then. Do, do the ref have that power? They do, and some have done it, and that's not a bad thing in itself, uh, particularly maybe to give a warning to board captains or board managers that I'm not taking any more of this, and if there's a repeat, I'm abandoning the game. Because while that's not something you would like to see happening, if it's something the referee feels is necessary, it's yeah. actually a good thing. Well, maybe if, it, maybe if a few refs did call off a few under-12 games, I know it's hard on the kids, but may, maybe if a few refs did call off a few under-12 or under-15 games on a Saturday afternoon, then you've got 30 upset children going back to the dressing room and the ref is turning around and going, now will you behave yourselves, uh, the, the mentors up in the stand. Is it time also, Sean, to look at, and again, as a former president, you, you know the rules inside out and backwards, is it time to look at life bans for people who do this kind of thing? I think it is actually. I think if people can't behave themselves or lose the rag and have a danger 
to others and possibly to themselves as well by destroying their image and so forth and their reputation by attacking a referee or a player. Uh, being involved in a sports organization mightn't be the best thing for them. But I might actually put in a kind of a caveat there. I would give possibly a live ban within maybe after uh, 96 weeks or so forth, giving them the opportunity to appeal because you should always give a person time to reflect and maybe if they did uh, reflect, they might come back in a different role and maybe contribute to the association. Mm. But you're right. If they cannot control themselves on the sideline then they should have a role different to that maybe in administration or so okay. forth that would be in their own best interest as well as the GA's interest Alright alright. former GA president now Ireland South MEP Sean Kelly I know you've got votes to get to joining us from Strasbourg thank you very much got parliamentary votes to go to Sean appreciate your time thank you 0818 96 96 96 I think if I was a ref I would just abandon the game there and then if I and if I was a ref for, for, for kids 9, 10, 12, 14 year old kids and I saw some gobshite coming onto the pitch, roaring and screaming. I just abandoned it there and then and turned around and said, that's what you just caused, mate. And I really do think that anyone, I, I, I mean, I think Sean is even a bit soft there. You transgress, like you flatten a referee like someone did up the country a few weeks back. You flatten, like someone did in, ref, in, in Roscommon or someone did in... in up, up, you flatten a ref... Not only should you be having a conversation with the local guard, the Shikana, but you should be expelled from the GAA. That's my view. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now back to the GAA and referees and assaults and Sean Kelly. Louise, morning. Hi, PJ. How are you? Good. What would you like to say? I was just speaking to Emer there saying that when I heard about the story about the referee in Roscommon being assaulted and that he was lying on the ground needing medical attention and like all of the children are watching that and that's what the adults are doing so that's a terrible message to be sending out to them when the the adults are supposed to be the leaders and the teachers you're right right. I mean like if you were in the workplace if you had an issue with a member of staff or a supervisor or anything like that you'd be called up to HR you'd be giving two verbal warnings you'd get a written warning the same for in school any act of violence any act of aggression you'd be suspended straight away there's so a lot of places you? Louise where there are things called summary dismissals and if you strike if you strike a colleague mm-hmm. that that can be a summary dismissal if that place takes, person takes a complaint yeah like I know of a school of jobs I won't say of an incident very, very recent where there was a little bit of a fight broke out and the, the boy was suspended immediately who had never been in trouble before. But that's the message they wanted to send to the school community. We will not accept this form of behaviour. 
What and do you that, think? What do you think is causing this, Louise? And I'm particularly upset by. Look, adults will get het up at matches in every sport. That mm. that happens. What I find particularly upsetting is this story we're talking about today, where mm. an adult allegedly walked onto a pitch and grabbed a nine-year-old child by the throat. Like that's that's. I can't even imagine the PGA. I have two daughters myself were involved with the soccer, but all of my family are all involved in GAA. We're all with St. Vincent's. If I saw that, I, I, I'd probably faint with the shock as a parent. And like that, to me, then would be the guards then would have to get involved with well, that great way. So the, the less said, the better about the specific yeah. incident. But I guess the, the but principle it's getting of very it. out of hand. Like I mean, it's it's. I know that you would have the bit of banter on the pitch and the parents would get given out to and what have you. But this has just got onto a whole other level, especially this year. This I don't remember seeing this in the media before, like these the acts of aggression and violence. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a question actually, Louise, that day. bears asking. It's a question that bears asking. Is mm. it is it out there now so much because we are talking about it, you and me and many others are mm. talking about it, or mm. is it or was it always happening? I think it was always happening to a degree. A bit of jostling, a bit of, you know, a bit of shoulder or whatever. But this violence I think is gone to another level. I mean children now have seen a referee lying on the ground needing medical attention because of a parent. I don't think we've seen that before. And if and if it has happened before, it's certainly been kept under wraps very nicely and out of the public eye. But he's at the end of the day, if the GAA are responsible for putting these rules and regulations in place, not just like a little slap on the wrist, they really now need to take action. Do you think, Louise, and I was talking to Sean Kelly earlier on, you were listening to him, former president, he said mm. lifetime bans with the op- with the option to appeal maybe in, in two years or something. How would you feel about expulsion from the organisation for life? I absolutely fully agree with it. And you know what I would do as well? As I said, no, my, my daughters play soccer, but we are involved with the GAA. I would expect the clubs and the parents to boycott their children's GAA teams until such time as they feel, even for the parents, they have to take responsibility as well. They want their children to be in a safe environment. That's the parents' role. They too are involved in the results that's going to come out of this. Fantastic point. Fantastic point, Do you know what I mean, PJ? If it was me, I wouldn't let my children go. Absolutely not. If I felt that they weren't safe, what if it was my child that they grabbed by the neck? Then on the next game, whatever mood they were in. That's a fantastic point, Louise. Thank you very much. Brilliant call. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Now, Morris, I don't know whether it's an email or or a, or a text, but he says, and this just throws another spanner into it. Let's look at what's provoking referee abuse. We've all seen referees take unfathomable decisions which are likely to provoke very strong reactions. Either these decisions are deliberately taken to make one side win and the other lose or the referees in question need retraining and are simply just poor referees. Let's have a balanced debate on the issue of referee abuse says Morris. Well Morris I never was much of a sportsman but one thing I learned in any sport I ever took an interest in was the referee's decision is final. You may disagree with it, you're entitled to disagree with it, but the referee's decision is final. Courts 96 FM. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.